Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is the podcast about tea and friendship. That's those two things. I haven't said that in a while, probably. Yeah. We talk to people, sometimes each other, sometimes friends. Even when we have friends, we talk to each other. That's true. Sometimes we, we talk to each other, and sometimes we talk to each other and friends. Do you want to make a rule that when we have friends on, we can't talk to each other? Yes. <laughs> okay. We're already breaking the rule. Yeah, it's going poorly. Um, but we don't know what we're going to talk about. No. Topic is, um, as we might say, the topic is TBD. Yeah. Emily and I have no idea. Our guest, who we will introduce shortly, has a topic in their brain. We don't know it. We'll be told it. And then at that point, the topic will be determined. <laughs> That's how it works. Determined? Is it? I guess it's determined by the guest, and they already have it determined. The episode's topic will be determined when they say it. That's it. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I do. I think you overthought it. I Well, classic. Classic me. Classic Matt. Speaking of guests. Speaking of guests. <laughs> um, listeners, we have a, a guest this week. The lovely comedian, actor, writer, Delaney Sweet. Hello. How's it going? Good. <laughs> Living the dream. Living the dream. How are you? I'm good. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Happy to happy to be here. <laughs> we love it. Um, would you say that comedian, actor, writer described you, or should I have added more words? No, I think that that is uh, a very gratuitous introduction by any means. We're, it, sort, we're sort of going back on our word from last week where I said comedian implies writer. Oh, yeah. And now we're... Oh, and I think it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we, the, we had a little debate about whether, not, well, not a debate because everyone agreed, <laughs> but it was like, can you be a comedian without being a writer? And we decided no. The closest example we had was Will Smith, but he's still a writer. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote raps. Yeah. Yeah. Great raps. Great raps. The Fresh Prince Baylor theme song. Yeah. That's a funny song. We didn't even talk about that one. Getting jiggy with it. Maybe yeah. we'll talk about. Will Smith at the top of every podcast from now on. I would happily talk about him <laughs> every single podcast. Oh. Here come the men in black. Have you guys seen Aladdin yet? No, I've not. I've not and probably won't. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> I will see it when I'm able to watch it on my TV at home. Yes. I, yeah, when you get Disney Plus, <laughs> that mm-hmm. comes out in the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably, well, so I still haven't seen Beauty and the Beast, the remake. And I don't know if I'll ever bother seeing that. So I don't know. I don't know. No, me either. These movies freak me out. Same. Why can't we just keep it? Why can't we just keep the fun animated? Right. I was literally just listening, not to get so meta, but I was listening to a podcast on the way here about how like little kids today aren't experiencing the same joy of going to the movies that like our generation did because they don't have as many like kid driven movies. I don't know. That made me sad. I hear that kids really like Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, and that makes me mad because it's like the worst Star This is the second worst Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. What is the first worst? Uh, Attack of the, the Clones. Clones. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. The three prequels are the, the three worst. Even though listeners of this podcast <laughs> will know that I'm not a huge fan of the new movies, the worst movies, uh, we're talking main saga, not, not spinoff movies, <laughs> yes. are the prequel movies. Those are the worst three. Um, I enjoyed the Han Solo movie. I'll say it. Yeah, it's fine. It's it fine. It had Amelia Clark in it. 
Oh, yeah, it did. It had the guy who played Han Solo. Uh, What's his real name? Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah. Nope, that's a composer. Um, Poet? I used to know his name. Why can't I think of it? I just want to say Ansel Elgort, but that's the other <laughs> handsome young boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, he was, well, the guy who's, he was hired because he looked so much like Harris. He looked like Harrison Ford. Well, I don't think he really looks all that much like Harrison Ford. I think but, he is Harrison Ford. Um, oh, wait, the young one. The young one. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, never yeah. mind. Uh, no, they hired him because he looked and acted sort of a little like Harrison Ford, but, uh, I don't totally see it, but mm. <laughs> I mean, I see, I kind of see it, but they're also just casting. I mean, he's just supposed to be a little younger like Harrison Ford is like already 30 or in his, I mean, he's pretty young. He's in his early thirties mm-hmm. when he plays Han Solo. So like to be like, we're casting a younger version, like Han Solo when he's 20 probably looks a lot like Han Solo when he's 30, you know, like, right. You don't look much different. <laughs> no, I look pretty, I look pretty similar. Uh, but it, yeah, so it's weird to be like, Oh, this is a young Han Solo, but Han Solo was always young. <laughs> right. Until interesting. Whatever. It was still fine. I found it amusing enough. I liked it. And, and the I, droids were so sassy. The droids were so sassy. I haven't seen any of the new ones. Like any ones that came out in like 2010s or after. So you haven't seen uh, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, Rogue oh. One, Ooh, Rogue One was or good. Solo. Yeah. yeah, just the six. Mm-hmm. Just the original. Just the, the OG End six. quote, six. People could survive oh. if there were only the original three. Um, they should just get rid of all the rest mm-hmm. of them. <laughs> That's what I'm so scared with Game of Thrones about. I'm like, just let it be. Mm-hmm. Like, with just the, keep it. The prequel series and stuff. Yeah, which like I think it'd be interesting, but I'd rather read a book about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I, like not even gonna pretend I won't. That's the problem oh, with that really? stuff. Is you're like, uh, like this new the new X Men movie came out recently. Yes. Which I hear is. The, it, it is supposedly the worst X-Men movie to be released. Like that's, it's got the lowest Rotten Tomatoes. It's getting re- reviewed uh, horribly. And before any reviews or anything came out, I was like, I bet this movie is going to be terrible. Like mm-hmm. I could just tell um, because they've kind of screwed up the whole X-Men. X-Men used to be great. So uh, the first like bunch of X-Men movies were all really good. Mm-hmm. And then lately they've been bad. Um, but it has Sophie Turner in it. I know. And she's Queen of the North. She's my queen. Queen in the North. Okay, so if we can do a quick X-Men divergence here. So (laughs) the original three X-Men movies, actually, so the third of the original trilogy is not good. The first two, the second X-Men movie is like one of the best superhero movies there is. I stand by that. Um, And all the best X-Men movies revolve around Wolverine for some reason, because Logan is also a very good X-Men movie. The third X-Men movie is bad. It was like this huge action-packed like nonsense movie where just like too much was happening. Is that the one that where there was um oh god Deadpool? No, that's in Wolverine Origins. Okay, never mind. Um or X-Men Origins Wolverine. And it was supposed to be the story of the origin story of Wolverine and Deadpool is in that and that one's also very bad. <laughs> it's the first attempt at Deadpool. Now the third X-Men movie is like it's so it does the dark phoenix story which is what this new movie is called it's called dark phoenix but the third movie was also the dark phoenix movie <laughs> so they're basically trying to remake the movie from 2000 when did that come out? 2005 maybe is that the one with um 
Oh God, what's her name? Who are you trying to think of? What else is she in? Details. She was Catwoman. Um, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Yeah, so she's in the first three. Yes. She plays Storm. Um, also, uh, uh, Marsden. James Marsden is in the, the first oh ones. God, yeah. Um, Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah, all those people. The original, like, Professor X and Magneto, the um, Patrick Stewart, and uh, what's his face? <laughs> his name I'm forgetting. The guy from uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, him. He plays Gandalf. <laughs> I can name things he's done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that movie in 2005 is the same plot based, or the same, it's based on the same comic book series as this new one. And so they're already trying to redo the thing they did poorly 15 years ago. They're doing it poorly again. And the problem is nobody knows, like, it's great. Sophie Turner, great. She is great. People must, like, good actress. My queen. Whatnot. <laughs> the problem is, like, in these X-Men movies, we're not, we we don't care about she's playing Jean Grey. We don't care about this version of Jean Grey. We cared about the old version that was in the first movie, but they didn't spend enough time like warming us up to these characters. They've been in like like all the most recent ones have been like basically soulless blockbusters. So we don't have the heart. Yeah. And so yeah, this movie I was not looking forward to it. But that being said, I still have to go see it. Right. <laughs> Cuz you got to see it. I don't know. I've seen every other X-Men movie. Yes. Um Listen, I don't know anything about this movie. I will never see this movie. But Sophie just, Turner's in Sophie Turner's married to a Joe bro. She truly is living her ultimate best life. She's so have you watched the sucker music video? Um, I have not, but I can't stop listening to that song. It the music video is so good because Sophie Turner's in it oh. and it, the other Joe Bros wives mm-hmm. are too, and it's just like those three couples, but I will probably see Dark Phoenix. I have the even AMC movie pass. Mm-hmm. So I see movies all the time. It's the best thing I've ever gotten. Wow. Is that like regular old movie pass except for it works? Mm-hmm. And it's at AMC theaters. And it's at AMC well, yeah. theaters. Um, I used to have movie pass. Now I have nothing. <laughs> and I'm left with nothing. They took it all. I had my, I got my money's worth out of movie pass though. Yeah. I bought like a one year subscription for like 60 or 70 bucks. Like I got the whole year for like 70 bucks. That's so insane. And then I went and saw... I didn't really use it like throughout the whole year, but I used it in like bursts where I'd see like like around Oscar season. I watched mm-hmm. like every Oscar movie, so that alone was probably worth uh, it's probably worth the uh, sixty or seventy bucks I paid because it was supposed to be ten dollars a month, which would be one hundred and twenty. Yeah, say fifty year. bucks. And now in a movie, I sound I feel like I sound like an old person on this podcast. <laughs> I'm like kids these days, but the <laughs> movie tickets now are like twenty bucks. They're so I'm expensive. Like, I'm not going to pay twenty dollars to go see. A movie but then the amc movie pass is 20 dollars a month which is kind of a lot but like me and my roommate both have it and we live right by an amc so we're mm-hmm. like there you go there all the time i think i know what amc you live near upper west side yeah mm-hmm. i know that amc i love it and they have the new seats where <laughs> oh, the yeah that we recline mm-hmm. i see a lot of movies in the summer because yeah. it's so hot yes mm-hmm. and movies are air conditioned mm-hmm. and i will only go to movie theaters where the seats recline same same i was forced to go to lincoln center to see book smart because i had to see it mm-hmm. and i was like hmm. <laughs> seats don't recline yeah you should have honestly walked out i <laughs> i was like let's go to kip's banger i mean it's like absolutely not dear olivia wilde <laughs> dear olivia please don't wilde. show your movie in theaters without reclining seats okay thank you bye and i like the kip's bay theater a lot i see a lot of movies there oh too it's so nice yeah i go to Al- alma draft house is my theater that's my but, dad's yeah. theater. He won't go anywhere else but Alamo Draft House because he likes getting a beer and a salad in the movie. 
<laughs> I do love it. I do, it's yeah, dinner and a movie at the same time. Do you I also, know. Remarkable. Do you also get a beer and a salad? Uh, I have gotten beer and I've gotten salad there. I don't know if I regularly get both of them together. <laughs> They've got like a pretty good uh, chicken, uh, like I don't even know what blackened chicken salad. It's pretty good. Ooh, that blackened awesome. chicken Caesar salad. That's the whole Ooh. name. And I actually get a lot. They have like boozy. Uh, well, they have good cocktails there, but they also have like boozy uh, shakes, which are fun. If I'm, if I'm really wanting to party. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good um but you can't drink too much because then you have to go to the bathroom <laughs> ding 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 yeah. mm-hmm. especially when your movie's three hours long mm-hmm. yeah hashtag avengers i did not see endgame there during endgame i think i went to the bathroom two or three times because i got like the biggest soda and then i was like oh no <laughs> like i made a horrible mistake i yeah and i saw avengers at a um i guess it was an a no it was um it was a regal but it was like a small cramped one like it wasn't good like it was the la- it was the only theater i could get tickets to on i went on opening night so mm-hmm. i like um because i love going i'm i don't want to get spoiled but i also don't want to worry about spoilers so i like going opening night so that i'm just like i'm not worrying about mm-hmm. it and uh it's my phone and then um meant to put you on silent but uh i was in these like cramped seats so i was like i can't really get up to go to the bathroom without disrupting everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> And so I just didn't. And I sat there. And I did have a big soda as well. But I just sat there the whole time. So you were basically peer pressured into sitting the whole time. <laughs> like I was peer pressured to stay at Soul Cycle because I didn't <gasps> want people to see me leave. <gasps> yeah. Wait. Why? What happened? I just I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> and I hated it. I was bad at it. It oh was my God. so much work and I desperately wanted to leave. But I couldn't because everyone would see me leaving. Yes. And they cramp those bikes in yep. there. There's no way to get out. Yep. The... I shamefully go to SoulCycle a lot, but I can go for free. So it's not like I'm like investing in it, Mm -hmm. but I do (laughs) like it, but I'm not coordinated and it's beat based, Mm -hmm. you know? And so there, so it's like, sometimes you're trying to like do something with your arms while you're going really fast and like, I was a college athlete, like I'm pretty athletic and I'm like, I just physically can't do this. My body won't let it happen. And every single time the teacher comes up to me and is like, you can do it, push through the pain. I'm like, that's not it. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't, can't do it. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. I should just bring it like a disclaimer and give it to them and be like, listen. Put a little post it on the front of your bike. Right. And I always go with my friend who's a dancer. So she's like doing it perfectly. And then I just look like <laughs> a fool next to her. But whatever. Who cares? Who cares? There's this new Legend of Zelda game coming out. Long time listeners know I'm a huge fan of Legend of Zelda. But it's like, it's rhythm based. And I'm like, I'm going to be so bad at this. Because I, I don't have like a good sense of timing. <laughs> uh and now i'm i'm like worried because i know i have to play the game yeah because it's i have to right but i'm like i have to play on a beat what is this right it's it's a kind of it's a new kind of new ish kind of video game where it's it's rhythm based it's very strange interesting it's still a fighting game but it's on a rhythm i'm uh, interested to see that my brother's a big legend of zelda person as well and, and so i'm sure when he gets it all yeah to observe what's happening <laughs> End of the end of June, I think it comes out. Yeah, wow. a little pre- pre-plug. This month we're we're in. This current month. This month. Um, I haven't I haven't heard uh, definitively if it's coming out this month. I feel like it's like rumors. Although, well, we will know in a few days. But in uh, a few days from now, uh, Nintendo has their big like yearly announcement where they announce a bunch of stuff. Ooh. It hasn't happened yet. But by the time this comes out, it'll have happened. <laughs> I think it's Monday or oh, Tuesday. Oh yeah. 
yeah well <sighs> good chat we... you guys yep you want to move on yeah <laughs> mind meld right there we were just both thinking time to move oh. on <laughs> okay i have to get ready all right tea talk tea talk tea talk tea talk it's tea talk guys hey, we're talking tea <laughs> oh. <laughs> i love it i love it like that song uh this week we have a very special tea wow can you believe it uh, this tea is called Blackberry Mojito Black Tea, and it is by Plum Deluxe, which is our very first sponsor. sponsor. <laughs> not planned. No, uh, that was not planned. Uh, they're sponsoring the podcast. We are tea ambassadors. Yes, we are tea ambassadors. That's our official it. title yes. for Plum Deluxe. And, uh, you know, we don't, we don't make a damn thing unless you go buy tea from them. <laughs> So, uh, we're going to talk about this tea in a minute, but, uh, to kick it off, I'll say if you, if you enjoy, if you want to buy this tea, you go to plumdeluxe.com, P-L-U-M-D-E-L-U-X-E dot C-O-M. Uh, and when you, uh, com- are completing your order, type in the VIP code TBD. T-E-A-B-D. Yeah. VIP code. That's right vip code not a coupon code but it is a vip code tbd for 10 percent off yeah i think we get some sort of cut we uh do. we get we do we that's do. so cool <laughs> and now um, what oh. i said that's so cool yeah okay yeah. now now let's drink the tea yeah now let's like, okay. drink the tea. let's talk about it did, did you say the name of this tea like, i did uh blackberry mojito black tea okay. uh put a bit of pizzazz into your tea or into your tea time. Uh, there's a weird underline here. Now let me point out the underline. <laughs> it says put a, and now we're starting underline, bit of pizzazz into your tea, end underline, and then the word time. That's why I, I read that weird. Like it doesn't, the Can underline, the underline doesn't cover the whole thing. It might just be a center line. It might not even be supposed to be an underline. Maybe it just looks like an underline. Black tea, spearmint, blackberries, hazelnut pieces, blackberry leaves, lime essence, Maple extract, love, gratitude. Oh my God. It really does says love and gratitude is the last two ingredients. Uh, I thought love might be a typo, but then I read that the next word was gratitude. <laughs> uh, has caffeine. And it's also great iced, although we are drinking it hot. Oh, yeah, As I always. Bet it, I bet you could, you could put a little alky in here. Oh, yeah. A little, uh, little what's in a mojito? Rum? Um, I don't I actually don't I know love either. mojitos. I love mojitos, but I like too. the mint part. I think it's white rum. It's in mojitos. I always like get mojito. Soda. Oh yeah, club soda. Is it lemon? I don't know. It's you you would do like an Arnold Palmer, but with this tea and a mojito. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do we taste the spearmint? I taste a little mint. Yeah, mm-hmm. mint for sure. Well, yeah. What about blackberries? Hmm. I think that when I smell it, I smell blackberries. I do think it has a sweet, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it, says it definitely has that sort of, I mean, like I've had, I guess, a blackberry mojito before. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then it like, it's just like sort of a, a light berry flavor added to it. Because this, this does taste mm-hmm. like a mojito without alcohol. It doesn't have like the bite of a mojito, but it has like the, yeah. the good flavors. Although mojitos are very smooth. Yeah, <laughs> I love a mojito. Emily was just pining for a mojito earlier today mm-hmm. <laughs> um do do we taste hazelnut pieces hazelnut 
Mm. I don't taste any hazelnut. I'm also trying. I don't to know what a hazelnut tastes like. Nutella. But mine is but the is chocolate. That chocolate. It's Nutella's hazelnut and chocolate. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I'm not a good taster. And yeah. I don't know what I need to go tell the doctor about that, but I'm not good at like identifying mm-hmm. taste. Um, Sometimes it just takes a lot of like nasty. with this. Yeah. It's just like, it's like being a wine person mm-hmm. and being like, Oh, this is whatever. Like, um, definitely like Emily and I with tea, we've gotten nuts with doing this oh, podcast sure. because yeah. we've just had so many teas that now yeah. every flavor like and this and this, and we know what like yeah. rose hips taste like. We know what hibiscus yeah. tastes like. Yes. And, all the different uh, things. We become, oh, that's so funny. I mean, I was already a bit of a tea snob, mm-hmm. but we've become even more. So, yeah, it's tea snobs. I, I mean, I wish I wasn't a snob, but definitely a snob. Yeah. Um, Delaney, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What's your relationship to tea? Okay, let me let me tell you about it. <laughs> um, I used to be a tea snob, and here's why. This mm-hmm. is a two part answer. But let me start off by letting you guys, the listeners, know. That my in my astrological chart, my Venus is in Libra, and what that means <laughs> is that I take on the personality of people I date. Like that's literally what it means, and that's also true for my life. And on my own <laughs> podcast, I've talked about it at length. So there's this guy who's really into tea, so I was like, oh, of course I must get it. I also must get into I tea. Must. And so I got like everything, like everything you might need to get like really good like tea accoutrement i joined like the tivana before they were on my starbucks like tea <laughs> wow, clubs you're an og tivana og fan. tivana and like all this other stuff and i always like tea because my mom doesn't drink coffee so we were a tea family oh me too yeah and so i like like tea and so like for my favorite tea is moroccan mint from the tea smith in omaha nebraska mm. and it's a green tea so i can taste some the mint in this a lot but like in college i was a true nightmare and I would like steep my own tea in my dorm room and then like go to class and like have like the stainless steel thing like sitting on a napkin while I was <laughs> discussing like Herodotus and being like well I think wow so yeah I'm a tea snob too but in recent years I've gotten because it's just in this city it's easier to just get black coffee in yeah go but my favorite tea in the city is um Yura on the Upper West, on the Upper East Side, their iced tea is so good. I don't think I've ever heard of Yura. I think it's just like a small cafe. Mm-hmm. It's by the family I nanny's house. Mm-hmm. And so I always get like a big iced tea and I go over there. But it's just like a plain black tea, but it's so good. I don't know so what good, it yeah. is. Mm. There are levels of iced teas. Like sometimes, even at the same place, it can be delicious. Mm-hmm. But then if they let it steep too long mm-hmm. or it's been sitting out too long, it just gets gross. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But iced tea can be so good. I love iced tea in the I've, summer. Iced tea, which you can you can ice this mojito tea. I actually think <laughs> it's good right now. Spoiler alert: mm-hmm. I do think it would be great as an iced tea. It says yeah. great iced. That's why they made it with love and gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm realizing so. Like I'm looking at the tea, the the physical tea, and all the green in this must be all spearmint, right? Yeah, but it could also or be blackberry oh, leaves. Yeah, blackberry oh, leaves. Um. Because there's there's a lot of not uh, there's not a lot of not black tea in here as well. It's a very it's kind of camo colored like camouflage. Mm-hmm. It's like green and black and tan and all that stuff. I'm trying to describe that look. That look. I'm okay right now. <laughs> Which you can uh, check out on our Instagram in a couple of days. We'll have a picture of what this tea looks like. Yeah, it's very. I don't know if I can say. I don't. 
know if this is segmented, but it's like a pleasant tea to drink. Yes. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. it's just an easy tea. Yeah. I would agree with that. It's not, it's not like forcing its flavor on you, mm-hmm. but it's like still got that nice flavor. Yeah. Yes. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Cause it is, I mean, it's a black tea and you almost expect black tea to really, the black teaness to like mm-hmm. overpower it. Mm-hmm. But this really the mojito flavor is kind mm-hmm. of really right ramming through. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Should we, should we, should we do it? Rate the tea? Yes. <laughs> Let's rate this tea. Um, Delaney, I have another question for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Would you say, oh, oh no, I'm not ready. Oh, uh, Delaney, would you say <laughs> that Plum Deluxe's Blackberry Mojito Black Tea um, is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? It's my cup of tea, I think. I love the mint. It's a minty aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with you about the minty, minty aftertaste. Like my mouth is a little minty right now. Yeah. And sometimes with black teas, it it feels almost like coffee a little yeah. bit, you know? But it's like, it's got like a clean, so crisp and clean. <laughs> like, like you just brushed your teeth mint. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but better tasting. <laughs> yeah. Better tasting. I don't know how I feel about toothpaste. It's fine. It's true. Um, I watched, I caught Emily eating toothpaste once. Um, <laughs> She's doing it right now. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, she's so hungry. Emily, I have a similar question to ask oh, no. you. Um, do you find Plum Deluxe's Blackberry Mojito Black Tea uh, to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Matt, I thought you'd never ask. Um, I, it's my cup of tea. It's your cup of tea. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I drink. I'll drink this all. All the time. Matt just threw the tea at me. Well, I know you need it for this next thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good. I like the mint tea. I like that my mouth feels not like I've been drinking tea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's refreshing. In it's that refreshing. Way. It's like a mojito, which I find very refreshing. Yeah. Um, Matt, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you say that this plum deluxe tea that is fresh, organic, and fair trade? True. Um, All these good qualities. So many good qualities. Um, Would you say that this blackberry mojito, black tea, is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? (laughs) Yeah, I paused. She was trying to get me to interrupt her. Um, I think this is my cup of tea as well. I'm into it. I dig it. Three for three. Three for three. I actually have one more question for both of you. Uh Would you say that this put a bit of pizzazz in your tea time? Sure. Oh, yeah. I definitely feel pizzazzed. Pizzazz is such a good word. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should bring it back. Yeah. Pizzazz. Yeah. I that agree. girl, she's got pizzazz. <laughs> that girl, she's got it. She's got the goods. I call pizzazz. pizza pizzazz. Okay. This is a similar word. Uh, before we complete tea talk, I'm just going to mention one more time. Plumdeluxe.com. VIP code TBD. for 10% off uh, your purchase. And also, I guess there's a tea club, which we yes. kind of mentioned uh, Tivana's version of. But uh, Plum Ducks also has a tea club, which uh, you need to follow a link to get to, which you can which like... Which we'll post. Something. You can go to tbdpodcast.com for that. Check it out on Twitter. Yeah. I guess we'll post it. If you follow the link, places. we get... Profit. Profit. <laughs> I was going to say kickback, but... Yeah, didn't. that's like a political... Yeah. Yeah. Profit. Uh all you have to do is do 67 episodes of a podcast, <laughs> spend hours editing it and promoting mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. get a booking guest, et cetera. And eventually you might get some profit <laughs> from Plum Deluxe. So, you know, if you like the podcast and you like tea anyways, 
maybe go buy some. <laughs> and real talk, this tea is very good. Yeah, it, so, is, it is. So get the blackberry mojito black tea if you want the TBD three out of three seal of approval. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever have guests that say they don't like the tea? One, yes. Have we only had one guest who didn't like the tea? I mean, I don't know if it's one, but there's a few. It has happened. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes Emily, I'm the most generous. I like almost every tea we have. If mm-hmm. we have a bad, if I don't like the tea, it probably doesn't mean good news for that tea. Yeah, right. Uh, Emily can be a little pickier, mm-hmm. but she likes most black teas. Yeah, I don't always love green tea. I feel like green and herbal are the two yeah. you might, Emily is sometimes down on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I'd say we we run a pretty high percentage of this is my cup of tea. Yeah. It takes mm-hmm. a lot for it to be not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially for it to get lower than like, like a one out of three or a zero out of three. Those are very rare. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. I, I t- I'm easy to please. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But also it could be literal pee pee and I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you so much. Um, um, we have well, very little pee pee on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we would never do that to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. We are. Yeah. We're very nice to our guests that not once we tricked them into drinking bodily fluids. <laughs> um, but now that's something to try for later. That'll yeah. be on our prank episode. <laughs> yeah, next April Fool's Day. We, which currently we have two plans for next April Fool's, which is funny. That we maybe we should do one of them. <laughs> maybe all maybe all of April we could do weird episodes the whole month. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be April April Fool's month. Yes. And one of them it's it's P instead of T. <laughs> People would never expect it because after April Fool's Day, everyone's like, okay, Uh pranks are done for the rest of the year. Yes. And no one would expect the first one because we would probably do it in March. Yeah. And they'd be like, I'm not expecting this at Mm -hmm. all. And then Mm -hmm. they have, you know, pee in their (laughs) cup and like, wait a minute. What did you guys do? (laughs) Tea talk complete. Tea talk done. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Delaney. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I'm falling. I'm slouching. Um, Delaney, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, just so you know, everything else we've talked about, while it was fun and enjoyable, didn't matter because we're now on to your topic, <laughs> okay. and that's the most important part. Um, uh, we don't know what it is, mm-mm. but you do. I do. Delaney, what's your topic today? Okay, so my topic is something that I've been stewing over lately, and so I thought I'd bring it to the table with mm-hmm. the masses. <laughs> So I want to talk about music festivals okay? because we're in summer now. It's kind of like music festival season Mm -hmm. and I'm not like a music festival gal. Mm -hmm. They stress me out. Too many people. (laughs) A lot of people. Too many people. And I was just that I just want to talk about music festivals. I don't know what else. Um, How have you been to them? So you you stress you out. Which ones have you been to? So, um, my dad used to run a music festival out of Omaha and just like the local one or whatever. And so I think I just have like residual things. It's like I was forced to go to all these things growing up. And now Mm -hmm. that I have the option as a autonomous adult to be like, (laughs) I don't, I don't wish to go. Yeah. You don't have to go to anything you don't want to. I don't have to go. I don't (laughs) have to go to anything I don't want to. God, that's really when you're becoming an adult, when you realize you don't have to do the things you don't want to do i know but knowing that is too much power it's a fine line to, between being like i don't want to do this I, at least i'm like this it's like if someone tells invites me to something i'm like oh, i don't want to go and i can stay home and be content but if i'm staying home because no one else can do anything i'm like what happened yeah <laughs> um i think i feel very similar 
You want to be asked. <laughs> you want to be asked, but I would love to say no. Um, I, I love the, the power of being asked and the power of saying no. <laughs> yeah, that's my TED Talk. Um, so, But for music festivals, I think the other reason that they stress me out is because my friends that I know who go... And I don't know, I don't know how deep I can get into this topic, but often the music festivals are a vehicle for um, doing <laughs> drugs in hot weather. Mm-hmm. And that's also something I'm not about. It stresses, that stresses me out more <laughs> than crowds. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. What are, what are your guys' experiences with music festivals? I have never been to a, a music festival. Um, the closest thing I can think of that I've been to similarly is that when I was right out of high school, I went to a Harry Potter conference. <gasps> Excuse me? Um, yes. <laughs> um, How many drugs are people doing? <laughs> yeah. um, honestly, I didn't do any. I'm certain people were doing them at some point. Oh, my God. But um, they had like a little like festival for wizard rock, which I was really into at the wizard time. Wizard rock? Yeah. Music based on Harry Potter. Don't judge uh, me. I know. I actually, there's a, there's, there's, some a good songs. there's a nerd rapper called MC Chris. Uh, he does like songs about Star Wars and whatever random other nerdy thing. Um, but he has a bunch of, he has like a few Harry Potter songs too. And even though I'm not a huge Harry Potter nut, I still like the songs a lot. <laughs> um, they're good songs. That's He's got a song called Neville. Oh, I love Neville. I love Neville. Yeah. That's probably the best of the songs. It's all about him. It's just good. I don't know. That's so funny. Um, but I do sometimes will watch videos of from music festivals. Like the Killers had a really good set, I think, last summer or mm-hmm. recently that I listened to because I love Mr. Brightside and everyone was singing it. That yes. was really moving. Mm-hmm. I know. It, it's cool to watch. And like I watched like the Baychella thing, like yeah. Beyonce at Coachella Bay-chella. last year. <laughs> I don't know. Some people like, like this summer, some people will go to like Bonnaroo and mm-hmm. they went to Coachella and they're going to Lollapalooza or Pitchfork mm-hmm. or whatever. In uh, Woodstock's 50th anniversary is this mm-hmm. summer or something? It may or may not be happening. <laughs> oh, did it not? Oh, and the well, Fire Festival? Well, like, what's yeah. going on? The Well, I know the Woodstock one, like, the investors pulled out, but they already had a bunch of acts booked, so I don't know if it's actually happening or it's not. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I have been to a bunch of music festivals. Okay. Uh, I, I went... Um, I'm trying to think. I want to go size-wise. I had a friend who used to run one in my hometown. Okay. Which may not be too dissimilar from the Omaha mm-hmm. one. It was like, although I don't know, was that, my friends was all like local acts from the area, but it was like a big outdoor music yeah. festival. Yeah. I guess it had like, it had like vendors and it had like, uh, it was that, you know, on a stage and had like a side area that I'm trying to remember what it was for, but it was like he put it all together and I was, couldn't even imagine how much work it would be to book all these acts and right. uh, get all the permits and all that like to be on the land that you were on. Right. Uh, that's called the Open Road Festival. It no longer exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to Warp Tour three on three occasions. <laughs> uh, one was in the parking lot of Foxborough Stadium where the Patriots play. <laughs> Um, it was in the parking lot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Not even in the stadium. It's like ten feet away. Uh, yeah, but like, well, uh, I've also yeah. I mean, it could have been like on the field or something, but uh, Warp Tour would be like six stages, and they're all mm-hmm. like those. So it's mm-hmm. and it's not just like one big thing. Um, and I'll say actually, I went to a different uh, Warp Tour that was at. Um, it was also next to a venue. It's, it's now called the. 
I don't know what it's called now. I think maybe it's, it was called like the Comcast Center for a while. Mm-hmm. It was called the Tweeter Center. It was called Great Woods. It's had all these names. But it's like one of those outdoor but like hard roof venues. And they would have, they still had like the six stages. And one of the stages, actually, I might be conflating two different uh, festivals. I also went to some, another radio station sponsored one. Either way, same venue where this hard sheltered thing did have acts, but not even the biggest acts. The biggest acts would still be like out in the parking lot or out on the big lawn area where they would have those big portable stages. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I remember seeing, they weren't, they, this is when they were still not a very big act, but I saw the yeah, yeah, yeahs <gasps> on like the, the hard roofed area, but there was only like maybe a hundred people watching them. Cause they, it was still, they weren't like a big act yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I knew about them, but, <laughs> uh, but it was weird, yeah, because it's like, oh, you could have the big acts be in this venue, but they still had them all out in the uh, on like the lawn or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I've also been to Loca Bazooka, which I don't know if that still exists, but that was like the heavy metal festival that was in my hometown. That was like the hard rock station in the area, WAF, the only station that really rocks. <laughs> oh my god! Um, would have this like yearly festival, and it was like huge. Like they would get huge acts, although it wasn't like. I mean, it's so weird when something like Coachella or, you know, Lollapalooza or whatever get like this national fame where this like thing I would go to, Loco Bazooka was, I mean, we'd get acts of the same quality. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it was heavy metal, so it wasn't like Beyonce, but they would have, I know one year like Disturbed was there when they were the big deal. (laughs) You have to imagine this is in 2002 when Disturbed was like a huge deal (laughs) Um, or like, yeah, bands of that nature new metal ish stuff godsmack and uh rob zombie and things like that mm-hmm. <laughs> um and that was my first experience with everyone was like walking around like smoking joints and stuff and i was pretty young when i went uh so even if i there was not a chance i had been, had even tried drugs at that point in my life yeah. i was like 15 maybe or something i don't really remember 2002 i went in 2001 and 2002 so that would have made me 16. <laughs> um, but then I've also been to Bonnaroo, which you mentioned. Okay. Yes. Um, that's, I guess, the biggest. I've never been to Coachella or any other ones, but I've been to, I have been to Bonnaroo, which is like Thursday to Sunday. You have to drive down to Tennessee. Um, but you were talking about the drugs and all that stuff. So <laughs> I went down with two friends and we had, we drove down this like SUV thing and we had it packed we had brought like a lot of our own food because we didn't want to like because you can just you just like camp out yeah so we brought all this food my friend uh andre shout out to andre who also gave me the microphones we're talking into he shout um, out andre thanks andre <laughs> <laughs> he worked in a lab i think this is how the story goes and he got us a bunch of like really big like styrofoam coolers uh and dry ice that we like stored all of our stuff for like the car ride so it could stay like frozen for days, which is just bananas that that even was how we brought food down. (laughs) (laughs) We bought all this beer too to like take with us. And um, I remember thinking like, oh, this beer, let's drink, let's go, you know, party, whatever, like on the way down. And then um, I guess I'm too big of a nerd because I just got so... (laughs) Like, I think normally what you do when you go to these festivals is, like, you pick a few bands out and you go see them. Like, you get drunk or high or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you go at your campsite. And then you go into the actual venue because they're two sort of separated areas. 
And then you go in and you're like, oh man, fish is so awesome or whatever. Fish was there the year I went. <laughs> and, but I, like the reason we went that year, like we made the trip and stuff is because there was so many bands I wanted to see. Yeah. So I basically would go from like one in the afternoon, like we'd eat lunch, breakfast, lunch thing. And then I'd go from like one in the afternoon until four in the morning. And I'd basically be watching bands that whole time with like minor breaks for like, drinking water or whatever and it was also like 100 degrees the whole time i was there mm-hmm. so i drank so i barely drank any of this beer that we had because i was just always so i was either asleep or watching bands <laughs> um and i remember the one night that i was like let's go hard it was like the saturday night let's party <laughs> and um they have showers that you can you pay like five bucks and you can take a shower and i was like i'm gonna shower this one time uh and I brought a beer with me like into the shower because I was like, we're going to party hard. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to drink a beer. We're going to go whatever. Uh, and the act, um, Bruce Springsteen was the Saturday night like headliner. And uh, I'm not, and Bruce Springsteen is like famous for his like four hour long like concerts he does. And I'm not, I'm not a hater of Bruce Springsteen, but I'm also not a, necessarily a fan. I, I just don't really n- know that much like especially four hours <laughs> i'm not gonna mm, do four hours that's Bruce too long. and so part of me was like also like oh i'll have a few drinks and then i'll have a more fun time seeing bruce springsteen i go to the shower shower beer drink a shower there get back to my campsite crack open a second beer uh lay down put my head down <laughs> that's where you went wrong <laughs> i know this and, <laughs> you don't lay down and i just i just am asleep for five hours <laughs> i miss all of bruce springsteen <laughs> And um, my other friend, Amy, shout out to Amy. Shout out to Amy. <laughs> Hi, Amy. Did not provide any uh, microphones. So Andre goes to see, he goes to the Bruce Springsteen thing. Amy and I are end up sleeping. She wakes up, runs over to the tent. Uh, she was sleeping in the car, by the way. <laughs> she uh, It rained the first night and our tent got like water in it. And she's like, no, I'm not sleeping in that tent. <laughs> so she slept in the car. But she gets out of the car, runs over to me, shakes me by my foot, which, if, by the way, it's the best way to wake somebody up is shaking their foot. It's like uh, some sort of equilibrium thing about waking someone up that if you shake their foot, it'll like snap them out of sleeping. One time my brother went to wake me up, but he like shook my shoulders and I almost punched him in the face. Yeah. Shake, uh, shake someone's foot. Mm-hmm. She wakes me up and she goes, it's midnight. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, what that meant specifically to me and to her was that Nine Inch Nails was playing at like 1230 or something. And so like I sprinted up and I really did what I love Nine Inch Nails. So then uh, we go like running to see Nine Inch Nails at like 1231 in the morning. Um, but that was, yeah, so that was my attempt at going hard was drinking one and a half beers and then nodding off for five oh hours. God, that's so funny. But the heat, like, yeah, just the heat and like seeing the bands and like being up super late. I was like, who has time for this? But I guess... People who did were people who, like, didn't care. Like, I just really wanted to see all these bands. Right. <laughs> and, like, all day long. Um, I have to say, being hot is my nightmare. I hate the sun. I hate sunscreen. I just punched my microphone. Sorry, um, everyone. <laughs> that sounds... It does not sound fun. But, Delaney. Yes. Music festivals. Have you had a fun experience at any of the ones you've went to or? So I think that like for me, they all have been very like, my dad got 
promoter tickets to this festival, so we're gonna go to this one. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, I've been to Bonnaroo. I maybe have been to Pitchfork. That's the other thing is that they all blend together, so <laughs> I don't know any any more. Bonnaroo is the really dirty one. Bonnaroo is the. <laughs> I have not been to Bonnaroo. I've been. I think I've been to Pitchfork, but maybe just for like to see one. Per, like one show like mm-hmm. one night of it or whatever yeah i've been to a few minneapolis and then the one in omaha and the one in omaha i'm sure it's similar it's like i mean their headliner this year is lizzo so it's gonna be like nuts yeah and i'm going because i'm i gotta see lizzo <laughs> you know <laughs> but it, it it's it's so hot mm-hmm. i feel out of my mind by the end of it and it's like normally like growing up when i would go obviously i'm not drinking but it's like recently it's like i'm just drinking beer all day so i'm so dehydrated i only drink gatorade at these things that's like the only thing i drink because you have to you have to 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 like drink water i know it's so nuts my mom always leaves at like 10 30 she's like i can't do this anymore (laughs) she's like i'm going home (laughs) like okay yeah it is just like they they are fun but it's it's like you said you have to find two or three bands Mm -hmm. you really want to see and then what do you do the rest of the time sit you know talk to your friends talk to your friends Ugh. that's why I, that's why that bonner i was like oh i want to see every band at this thing right <laughs> it was yeah it was nuts oh, i also went to boston calling which is boston's like little like governor's ball version oh yeah but it's boston's thing that would be fun i know and now i think that music festivals are so much like they're there are obviously most that aren't like this but they're all trying to like replicate coachella to yeah the middle class audience and it's like i'm not gonna go wear a tube top and sit in the sun all day and then i feel like an old i keep i feel like an old person i'm like let me sit in the shade i want to be as far away from the sun as possible i know get me a folding chair and i'll happily watch <laughs> the music um, uh, well the good festivals do like 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 i mean the big ones that's like the thing is like the commercialization of them so mm-hmm. like a smaller festival yeah you can just like bring, you can't like bring your own chair to or whatever right. But like these huge ones that have like these massive like security lines and all this stuff, it's like it there's it's less fun and less casual and it becomes yeah, it's I don't know. I guess uh cynically I'm like it's a cash grab now. <laughs> Where it used to be about the artistry of it all, but now it's like everyone is a festival and they're all like done by these huge corporations because they realize they can make a ton of money yeah. doing them. Mm-hmm. Like that's I mean the Boston Calling one is fun, but it kind of feels like it felt kind of manufactured, like they were making a tradition happen. Right. <laughs> um, it was fun, and it still happens. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, did you say you're going to Bonnaroo this year? No, I'm going no. to the Omaha. It's called Maha. Oh. Oh, I'm going okay. to the one at Omaha because it's Lizzo, Matt and Kim, Courtney Barnett, and Jenny Lewis are the yeah. headliners. So I got to go. But Omaha, so that's where 1% Productions is out of. So it's like Bright Eyes, The Faint, like all those bands mm-hmm are from Omaha. So it's like a big music city and Mm. it's just like everyone's into music. And I think I'm just exhausted from it because I'm like, great, we all listen to indie music and we're sad. What's new? (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it anymore. It's also weird. Yeah, I guess the other weird thing is like now there's so many festivals that bands just are like, oh, we're doing this festival. Like it's like, oh, this Mm -hmm. band is going to be at every festival this summer. And that's like, that's their tour for the summer is doing all the festivals where it used to be like the festivals were more distinct. Like, right. You know, if you wanted to see whatever death cab for cutie or someone Mm -hmm. they're at uh, Lollapalooza and that's the festival you have to travel to, to see death cab for Mm -hmm. cutie at that. But now it's like, 
Death Cab for Cutie just does all of them in like one summer and it's they're less like right. unique in that way. I know. I have a funny story about Death Cab for oh, Cutie. Tell me everything. I was just like running around like a like a normal crazy person. I think this was like high school or like early college and I like ran straight into a group of people, like a group of men. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And they're like, oh, my God. And I was like, ah, sorry. And then they're like, welcome to the stage. <laughs> and they all act on stage. I was like, they weren't, they weren't very nice to me. <laughs> hmm. They're trying to get on stage. I was like, they're trying to get on stage. But I, I, was, tra- I was trying to find my mom. <laughs> and it didn't go well. Oh, I can't believe they didn't direct you to your mom. And I was like, excuse me. It's really funny. My youngest brother is 10 and he's obsessed with Father John Misty. And he got to meet Father John Misty last year. And there's this picture of him and Quincy's like all sweaty, smiling with Father John Misty. And they're like, <laughs> it's his favorite thing ever. But the whole festival thing, too, like you said about the Harry Potter one. Mm-hmm. And now, like, we're all in comedy. We're all on teams. It's like, now I have to figure out festivals yeah. for an improv team. Uh, Are you yes. kidding me? Improv festivals. Yeah. I used to go to a ton of improv. I used to... I was on a team that like did a bunch and now I'm not. We went to Baltimore and Hartford and oh, fun. Well, this is a, my Boston team. So we went to New York um, yeah. <laughs> and all kinds of other rent. Eh, that was most of them, but those used to be super fun. And I actually miss doing that now. <laughs> right. Like I think it'll be fun. Cause um, I'm on Andrew Barlow. Do you guys yeah. know him? Oh, yeah. he's, I know him from Boston. Yes. <laughs> so we're on the same indie team. And so we're going to the Boston festival this year. And it's the first one that I've, gone to like on mm-hmm. a team you, the union festival union yeah the Comedy. union one that's his festival yeah I, know. <laughs> I was like okay i was like okay great like i'm gonna i'll book us on a show for like the next two weeks or like ask the pit if we can host one he's like oh no i already sent it in i was like oh but don't we need like a tape or something he's like no it's fine and i was yeah. like wait a second <laughs> i was like you just conned us and went to your festival um, it'll be fun yeah i'm familiar with his yeah his festival Mm-hmm. I, 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 me and Andrew go way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Maybe someday, someday we'll be on the podcast. Um, he did call me out that I've never invited him to be on the podcast yet. And when you say something like that to me, it just makes me want to make you wait longer. Make him wait as long as possible. He said the same thing to me. I'm like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I'm going to tell him, you don't get to be on my podcast till you're on Delaney's. And then you can say, you don't get to be on I'm, your podcast yeah, till yeah, he's yeah. on this one. <laughs> God, you guys are cruel. I'll invite him myself. That's okay. No, let him sweat. I feel feel bad we talked about him this much already. (laughs) (laughs) I have... The only festival I've been to for comedy is DCM. The Del Close Marathon. Oh, I forget that that's a festival. (laughs) I mean, I guess... I mean, it technically is, right? Because I feel... So, like, if I were to go to a music festival and do music festival things, that's DCM for me. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I stay up all night. I go to all the shows and, like... yeah. That's my Bonnaroo. Yeah, that's my Bonnaroo. <laughs> yeah. But now it's... Um, now it's in LA. Now it sucks. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm um, just saying when you move things to LA, they suck. Yeah. And there's no... I did look at the lineup and there aren't any like... Well, now whoa. I, now you have to buy tickets like by the show. Mm-hmm. You don't get like a wristband anymore. Right. The wristbands are only for the overnight shows. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to pay 20 bucks. I mean, obviously I'm not going to LA, but... I'd considered it, but uh, I'll be in Japan instead. So, <laughs> sorry. Better move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not going to a festival, just being there. Oh, God. DCM. Um, I've always enjoyed DCM. Um, Although, it, problem with DCM, you're waiting in line. You know what it is? Hot. The heat, yeah. It's hot. so hot. That's hot. why it's going to be even worse in LA. It's going to be so hot. I know. And have you guys been to the theaters in LA? No. I've been to the 
old the franklin theater the one that's i've right. been several times to the smaller theater <laughs> right well and it, i mean franklin there's nowhere to wait because it's like down the block it's like restaurants and stuff and then sunset is on sunset boulevard it's just like people pushing shopping carts full yeah. of sticks like, although no it, no wristband good. so actually you don't have to wait in line you just oh, that's show true. up for you, your tickets i guess if you buy tickets but although, if you want a good seat yeah people still wait i mean people wait at the theater here if they have like good even if if they have tickets to like a popular show, they'll mm-hmm. still wait like hours to get in because they're like, I want to be in the front row. Right. What if Amy Poehler spits on me? <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the dream, right? I know. Um, some of these uh, festivals do have comedy at them. Bonnaroo has a comedy tent. Yeah. Which I would go to because it was air conditioned. Oh, um, that's the dream. And so, yeah. So if I wasn't seeing, I think basically that was what I would do if I wasn't seeing um, a band is I would go in the comedy tent get some air conditioning going, Yeah, watch some comedy. And they'd have like good stand-ups there. I, I have no rem- memory of who I actually saw when I went, but it's like people you've heard of. <laughs> right. I know my friend who went last year, he does improv in Omaha and he met Gabrus, John Gabrus mm. at the comedy tent. They smoked weed together. <laughs> yeah, because like, they do podcasts there now. Yeah. yeah. They used to not do that. Oh, God. Oh, someday hey bonnaroo send hey, us down there yeah yeah right the, it's the com- it's the air-conditioned place let's let's go yeah <laughs> it wouldn't real. be hot there no um last year matt and i waited in line to see him uh Je- uh oh god um jessica, jessica st Clair and lennon par on the <gasps> show um and we oh. were we were at the very front of the standby line and we got in oh, it was great i loved yeah. it i love oh that that's womp, so it good womp it up. up thank you yes womp it up yes i think we must have been just right. We must have just missed each other because I waited in the standby line for Nick Kroll and Friends mm-hmm. and got in, and that show was insane. Also, last year for DCM, I made my best friend from home. She just graduated law school in Omaha, so she's not like a comedy person, but like she obviously like loves it. Mm-hmm. And so I got her a spot volunteering so she could go for free to like all this <laughs> stuff. She like worked at the party space one day and she's like, oh my God. I'm like, this is, it's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so weird. Ugh. Yeah, I volunteered a couple different years mm-hmm. so I could get in the party space. If I wasn't a performer, uh, I would volunteer so I could be in that party space. That was yeah. the key. Yes, it is the uh, key. I love the party space. That's, that's the whole point of going to DCM. Both my volunteerships were also really good. I was uh, an usher at the Chelsea Theater three years ago. And last year I was like an usher or whatever at uh, UCB East. So oh, both nice. times I was at like a good venue mm-hmm. during a like good time. It was like uh, Saturday afternoon at Chelsea and then Sunday afternoon at the Beast. And it's oh, that's like, perfect. I got to see good shows and barely right. do any work. <laughs> right. Oh my God. I think yeah. I, oh, oh go ahead. When, no, go I, ahead. when I volunteered, I did, um, it was like one of like the fancy places mm-hmm. where you have to get mm-hmm. tickets to. And it was for mm-hmm. ASCAT and Gravid Water. And I just like people would, like show me their tickets and I scanned them and then I got to go up and watch the show. It yeah. was so easy. That is so, so nice. I know that's how mine was too. I had Saturday night at Hell's Kitchen this last year from like six to eleven. So mm-hmm. I'm like, but <laughs> funny. This is the most embarrassing moment of my whole life, and I'll share it here. And I t- I tell the story all the time, but I that was the first time I had been to Hell's Kitchen because I was out in L.A. and so I was back and then uh. I was running backstage to get something. I didn't know where I was going. Adam Pally was standing like right in front of the I door. Love of my life. He's my celebrity look like. <laughs> You'll see it. <laughs> um, and I was trying to go past him. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm so sorry. But then on stage was McBrayer and 
sheer. So it's like a quiet two per person show. And it, and then I try to get past Adam Pally and we just like bonk like totally <laughs> into each other. And I like fly back into this like wall of brooms and all the brooms like crash to the ground <laughs> while the silent two person scenes going on on station and Pally just keeps going, you're fine, you're fine. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did he help you pick the brooms up? Uh, no, he ran away. Oh. And then later that night, I had to help him in. Gil Azari do something and Gil was like, oh my God, so nice to meet you now. And Valley's like, yeah, we met. <laughs> That's like, chill. <laughs> um, real quick about Adam Pally. Um, when he was on the mini project, it was uh-huh. my favorite show of all yes, time. But then same. he left and I thought it got less good. It Because their friendship was beautiful. <laughs> it's so good. And I just hope they're friends in real life. I, yeah. <laughs> um, fun. I love Adam Pally. Mm-hmm. Music festivals. I know. I'm like, <laughs> some, somehow we devolved into talking about Well, we improv. moved up. We brought up comedy festivals. And then we, yeah. And then you, you get three improvisers talking about comedy festivals. And <laughs> here we are. Terrifying. Okay. Music festivals. I have a question. Okay. Someone were to give you tickets to Coachella. Just give you tickets. Oh. You go or don't go? Yeah, I'd go in two seconds. Mm-hmm. I would also need to be sponsored by like an outfit company like a clothing company because i'm like what am i gonna wear tube tops and place um culturally appropriating stuff yeah i know right a headdress um when i went to bonnaroo i wore exclusively um uh my boy scout shorts which are like that's they're good uh rugged Mm -hmm. clothing Mm -hmm. and i went to the store beforehand and i bought like um those like white tank tops like undershirts yes and i just wore those the whole that the whole time because i was like i'm gonna be gross i'm gonna be so gross i might as well like look the part and act the part and i looked and i wore like a i had like a bandana i wore around my forehead the whole time to keep like my hair from being like going in my face Mm -hmm. i had slightly not that i had long hair but i had longer hair than now and again you're not really showering so i was like i was i was such a dirty boy (laughs) the clothes i wore i accepted it i knew it I was not fashionable in any sense. <laughs> right. Oh, and also four days. That's what? Thursday through uh, Sunday. Yeah. And then I could barely, we we're trying to drive home Sunday night. Oh, that's the other thing. Because you're not sleeping at all. So you try driving home Sunday night. My, I feel like my, I feel like we had planned, we have to drive all the way back to Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So that's a long drive from, from the middle of uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And we had all, for some reason, planned on working tuesday like getting back to work on tuesday oh, God. <laughs> we're trying to drive back and i'm like falling asleep at the wheel and i'm like i cannot drive this car anymore i like am physically incapable of doing it, it was like the most asleep i've ever been in my life and all oh, i'm doing God. is like trying to be like keep your eyes you're trying to drive and i was like and my friend was uh, andre <laughs> uh was Shouts to andre i know again. i know was at least somewhat disappointed but then he's like well i gotta get back so i'll drive and then like he but he was also so deadly asleep that we were just like pulled over on the side of a random road <laughs> oh, and God. just like slept for like an hour or something <laughs> oh my god <sighs> it's they're very draining it is and similarly i saw where i went to college was like an hour outside of minneapolis and we went to minneapolis to see chance the rapper Chance. Chance, Chance, the rapper. Chance the rapper and I drove 
as I said, like, I don't like to drink or like do drugs at these things. So I was like, oh, I'll just drive, whatever. And when we were driving back, I was like, okay, who's going to stay awake with me to like talk to me? So it's one in the morning. They're like, oh, we, we got to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, great. This <laughs> and I was, was like, <laughs> this is my ride to Bonnaroo. We left at like noon. Uh, and uh, we're every, or like one o'clock in the afternoon. And we're all chatting, having a great time driving down. And then it's my turn to drive and it's like midnight or something and everyone falls asleep. And I was like, God damn it, guys. Oh, God. I stayed up for your whole driving shift and now everyone's sleeping or whatever. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, and that's not like you can just force yourself to sleep in the middle of fun time. No, I know. One of my favorite memories in my whole life was me and my best friends from high school did a road trip to Colorado and then... When we were driving back, we were also sick of each other, and we were just like screaming in the car at each, <laughs> at each other. And my friend Alexia just goes, "You guys are being such assholes!" And went to take a drink of water, but it was a water bottle <laughs> filled with vodka. Oh. And then she just spit it all over the car, and oh. then the whole car smelled like vodka. Oh, no. And then we were all just like screaming. We we're like, "What if we get pulled over?" <laughs> also, that's the last. If I'm ir- irritated and mm-hmm. tired and all that the last thing i want is that smell of vodka oh <laughs> i hate that smell anyway <laughs> i know it was so gross oh my god it was so funny oh man um, uh music uh, I need to. <laughs> what, what? Do have, um do you have anything else you want to add about music festivals no i think that's it i think that <laughs> i'm such a mom I'm like i think if we all just want to go have a fun good time they're great but not to do drugs in hot weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also have never done drugs at a music festival. And I think I've had a grand total of those two beers, one and a half beers I had at that bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was it. My friend did try putting a bunch of beers in one of those camelbacks, the like water <gasps> backpacks. Oh, God. Um, it gets so sticky. It gets so hot. I mean, everything about it is a bad idea, but he <laughs> did it anyways. <laughs> I think he felt bad that we weren't, he was like, we got to drink some of these beers. I was like, I didn't feel that obligated it's a sunk cost you know you already yeah. paid for it it's already right. you know who cares if it's gonna stay frozen with that dry ice take it back to Mass. yeah take it back to, to boston it wouldn't go back to boston it would go somewhere else but what's the state no called? i'm not gonna do it i can't say massachusetts state. yeah i can't say it she can't say it did i say it correct you yeah. did what I'm, do you tell your children i we don't talk about you like this is vermont new hampshire the other one we don't and- talk about states Oh, not really. Is that why you stay in, in second grade? You don't, if you get a little older, <laughs> you have to start talking about states. In fourth grade, they start talking about the American Revolution. Then I'm out. I can't teach them anymore. Yeah, oh, Paul, Re- Paul Revere is from Massachusetts. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in Boston. The Tea Party and the, the Boston Massacre. Yeah. I could just talk about Boston a lot. It is like all Boston. Yeah. Well, there's Lexington and Concord. Those are two different cities. They're the same that... city. And just call it Mass. Um, they're gonna. That's going to be weird. <laughs> uh yeah oh yeah i'm a, i'm a little aware that boston started it all <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know pride in a patriotism there and uh yeah i think it's well but i don't want to get political i'm not gonna talk i'm not gonna talk politics <laughs> i've never been to boston though so i'm very excited to go in august for this union festival oh, yeah. and see the sites make we sure should you go to the duck boats <laughs> yes. make sure you get into real boston because i his thing is in somerville which is not boston well, there's a lot of good cidery <laughs> um cider um like breweries 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 yeah uh down east down east is, is in, amazing um, charlestown which is technically part of boston um yeah get food in the the north end that's the uh italian area it's pretty Ooh. good um there's yeah. an improv place near there 
there is Improv Asylum, the one that just moved into New York, is also yes. in the north end of Boston. Yes. So my friends lived in Boston for a while, and I visited them a lot. Um, oh, nice. It's right near Faneuil Hall, which is another very touristy place, which is where my job is actually based out of. Oh, really? <laughs> um, go to Fenway Park. Yeah, we're my family's big Red Sox family, so. Mm, there you go. I love the Red Sox. Um, and the nice thing about Fenway Park is it's all, it's, Unlike many ballparks, it's right in like the middle of Boston. Yeah. So it's like, like a lot of cities, they put their stadiums like outside. Yeah, like New, New York, it's New York, it's so far, and uh, Philadelphia, it's like far. DC's and, out of the way too. Yeah, certainly. I mean, if <laughs> if Fenway didn't have a hundred year, if Fenway wasn't a hundred year old stadium, mm-hmm. it would also not be in the middle of the city. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. in Columbus, Ohio, all of the arenas for their sports teams are right in the the thick of it. Oh. Go Blue Jackets. Go Blue Jackets. Um, yeah. I like the Patriots are like super far out of Boston. That's why they're the New England Patriots, not yeah. the Boston Patriots. They're in Foxborough. Indeed, indeed. Um, I've been there. They have a cherry, not cherry bog. Cranberry bog. Cranberry bog? Yeah. That's where cranberries grow in bogs. Apparently what happens, I learned this when I was there, is that the cranberries grow, but then the, they like, the like the bog floods which takes the um the cranberries off the tree and then people go in and like get up. Duh. That's mm. cool. Massachusetts yeah. is the number two uh, provider of cranberries in the country. <laughs> I think Wisconsin or something is number one. Interesting. It's either Wisconsin or Washington and I'm confusing my W states. They're the same place. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Washington kind of make, well, they both have a lot of water, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Uh-huh. When you said Washington, I thought you meant Washington, D.C. I was like, hmm. oh, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lot of water there, too. There a lot of water. It's a swamp. Yeah. Yeah. Drain that swamp. I said I wasn't drain. political. <laughs> drain the swamp. <laughs> drain the swamp. No, but really drain the swamp and don't say you're going to and then hire a bunch of swamp creatures. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> the teacher from the Black Lagoon. Um, Teacher? There's a book called that. Yes. She. Because uh, it's based on the creature. Just... Maybe. But the teacher... <laughs> All her kids are like, and bad. Mm-hmm. And so the teacher goes away and the sub comes in. And she's the teacher from Black Lagoon and she's not nice. But she, then it turns out she was the same teacher and she was just teaching them a lesson. Do you guys know, you guys know the emperor's new clothes? Yeah. Like when he's not. Yeah. Do you know the emperor's new clothes? What's that? It's like a fable. Yeah. But it's like that the emperor is so, uh, gullible i guess he he gets convinced that he gets made these fine clothes um but the tailor is actually making not making clothes but he says to the emperor uh only if you're like a fancy uh to to the most uh to the fanciest people or something like that they can see the clothes and the emperor does not want to admit he can't see the clothes because then he would be proving he's not worthy of seeing the clothes. So he acts as though he's wearing yes. clothes, but he just walks around naked. Um, I've heard this fable before. Yes, anyways, yes, yes. I when I was a kid, I owned a book called The Principal's New Clothes, and it was the same thing, but with the principal. That's so <laughs> funny. Uh, I don't I know don't if he was... The I, guess he not wearing clothes. I guess he wasn't naked, but I'm trying to remember how they like dealt with it. Because it was a kid's book. It's not right. a weird porno. <laughs> maybe in his undies. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he was just wearing undies. That's fine. Is it? Uh, better than naked. That's <laughs> better than naked. I was like Emily. I was a kid a long time ago. Things were different back then. You were very old. Um, I remember when I was in middle school. I like. I think we were reading or something. The em- the emperor's new clothes. And I told my teacher, uh, 
I had the principal's new clothes and she was, she found that very funny. And I brought it in and got, she read it to the class, even though the book is like a, you know, second grade reading level probably, mm-hmm. but we read it in seventh grade. <laughs> All right. You don't have anything more to say about music festivals? That's it. <laughs> Topic complete. Topic done. Um, Delaney, do you have anything yeah. you want to plug? Um, you can listen to my podcast that I hope, that I, that I hope, that I host with my um soul sister lindsey myers it's called um i just forgot for a second worry journal we talk about anxiety and um you can follow me on instagram delaney a sweet that's it there it is okay. um what's your improv team called basil i'm also on baxter and then i'm on a, a lot of b names a lot of b names and uh michael brantle and i are on both of them together mm-hmm. and we weren't friends before we were put on both of them and i was like oh now we're best friends he's also a former guest of this uh, oh really show. yeah he's delightful he uh unknowing we did not we never met until we both lived in new york but he grew up down the street from me no way <laughs> yeah it was the weirdest like once we were like oh we live near here we were from near here and then it was like oh exactly where then we pinpointed it and i was like we live like a mile from each other. No way. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Small world. It is a small world. A guy I went to high school with. Well, I went to an all girls school and he went to the boys school. He moved out here for comedy or I think maybe he went to school out here. I don't know the detail, yeah. <laughs> but he was here. Uh, he was here. <laughs> but it just so happened that like now we're both like in the same orbit in comedy here. And I'm like, so weird. Mm-hmm. The world is so small. So yeah, it's the, it's, it's the small apple. It's not the big apple. Yeah. It's a small apple. It's disgusting. It's apple core. It is disgusting because it's hot. It is hot yeah. and trash. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I do love it. I just wish it wasn't so hot. Uh-huh. I hate hot. <laughs> That's really the theme for me. Mm-hmm. Hate hot. Hate hot. All right. Well, that does it for us, right? Yeah. Um, a reminder, check out plumdeluxe.com. Use the VIP code TBD. T T E A B D and get ten percent off your purchase. Uh, yeah, Delaney, thank you so much for being on. Thank, thank you. you for having me. This was so fun. Thanks for music festivals. I get to tell my stupid story about falling asleep on the air. <laughs> I'm so glad that it, it resonated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so scared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you and uh, oh, and thank you to Plum Deluxe for sponsoring us. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying their name. Please buy their tea. Um, I've been Matt Armando. I'm Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt and Emily. Bye.